Meet Matt. Hi, I'm your new bachelor. He's hot and he's an astrophysicist. You'd think being surrounded by single women is every man's dream. And to be honest, it's actually really scary. (laughs) The Bachelor on Channel 10. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Reality Bite Cocktails and Roses. As always, I'm Georgia Love. And I guess I'm also Shura Taft. <laughs> always. <laughs> we are here to unpack and peek behind the curtain of The Bachelor this year with our astrophysicist, Hot Matt. That's just the name I give him, not Hot Shura. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's having a good time at the moment. Isn't he just? It's been a big week again. Lots of lip-locking happening. Now, you're the expert because you were once The Bachelorette. I'm an expert because I watched the show intently and have done for many years and we're, we're along the ride along for the ride with the people listening at home we, we don't know what goes on we actually don't know the result of this show but uh, we're loving it as much as everyone is I think. absolutely we're joining you on the couch and um, in the studio so this week we're going to take stock of where we're at I think we're about halfway through now so we're just going to look at who's made impressions on Matt who's had single time with him who's had no time with him and kind of where everyone stands We're going to dissect this week's dates because, my goodness, there were some surprise packages this week. And, of course, uh, if you thought that Monique leaving the show, which was, of course, a big drama, would uh, settle things down with Abby, well, enter Sagand. She's put her (laughs) hand up and she's decided to make a little impact. Now, remember, of course, The Bachelor on every Wednesday and Thursday night on Channel 10, 7.30pm, but you can always catch up on 10 Play anytime because you need to be informed so you can listen to us. We don't want to give away any spoilers, so go and watch it and then tune back in. All right, let's get to it. All right, Shira, so let's just stop and reset here for a minute. We need to take stock of where everyone's at. It feels like Matt's made a lot of one-on-one connections here. He's certainly locked a lot of lips. Let's kind of rewind and see where we're at. Well, I think, you know what, let's start with this because right now I'm actually uncertain of what Matt wants. And the reason is because he's made a lot of connections with a lot of girls, connections with his lips, but also with his mind. Um, and they're so different. A lot of they're, them are really different. They're very they? different characters from different backgrounds with different ages and I think also different intentions going forward or whatever you want to call it. So to be perfectly honest with you, I'm not exactly sure what Matt's type is. No, I've actually said that since episode one. Remember when I was really surprised the difference between Ellie, who got the golden ticket, and then Sagant, who got the first date? That already surprised me. And then it's kept going since then. Um, to be honest, the biggest surprise for me this week was probably Kristen getting yep. a single date. I yep. didn't expect that because we haven't seen them together at all. She but then nothing. they got along so well, and we'll get into that date later. But I think that's a really good example of him surprising us all the time. Well, he was obviously into Monique, but that whole drama mm-hmm. left her, you know, by the wayside. Okay, so hang on. Let's let's yep. list out who's he I've, kissed. Okay. And you know what? I'm also going to put in this mix where it happened because I think that's actually really important. Definitely. So Sagant. Kissed mm-hmm. Sagant on a date. First kiss. Yep, first kiss there. Ellie. Mm-hmm. He kissed Ellie on a date as well. Mm-hmm. Abby. He kissed at a, at cocktail, a cocktail party. party. He chose to take her to the – well, I mean – it was a bit of a voting thing, but let's be honest. He chose to have her there. Uh, Chelsea, mm-hmm. he kissed on a date. Mm-hmm. Eleanor, he pulled aside and kissed at a cocktail party. Yeah, see, this is a big thing. We spoke about it when he did it with Abby. To not even wait for a date and just to go, I really want to kiss this person well, I hate right to, now. I hate to say I told you so, but I'm going to say it. I told you that after that date he wanted to kiss her, but he didn't because of the whole 
Abby thing. So he he was clearly feeling like he couldn't kiss girls at that time. And he like I felt that those two got along really well. And you saw when he caught back up with her with his little specs on at the cocktail party, <laughs> he said to her, he said, I had such a great day, particularly the laughing. And then it was yeah. just like, you could just tell they're going to kiss. What's interesting is he, I think he's really confident in himself, which is great. I compare that to when I was on it. And the only guy I took on a proper single date that I didn't kiss on the date was Courtney, who I then ended up kissing, but it wasn't until our next date, which was obviously weeks later, mm. I never really thought, hey, I could just pull him aside at a cocktail party and do it. And I think that's interesting to show where where my head was at compared to Matt. Totally. And then, but just quickly, I mean, he kisses Emma as we saw this week. I mean, that was a surprise packet mm-hmm. in itself. Um, he kissed Monique. We know she's gone. Now, Kristen kissed yeah. him. I think she kissed him. I, I, I don't think. No, no, that's not to say he didn't want to. But that was quite a sensual date. And we'll talk about it more later. Yep. But she kissed him, I think. So, so how many is that? That's eight kisses. So so it's really seven because Monique's gone in terms of who's still in the mix. You could mount an argument for all of them, really, in terms of... If- Surely we've got our top seven now. Yeah, I think that's... You're, you're right. I think that's probably is the top seven. Although that said, a week ago, we would have said we've easily got our top five, not knowing that Emma and Kristen were going to pop in there. So who knows what could happen next week? So do we feel like... At this point in this, it, of the journey, do you think Matt has a good idea of who he's going to finish up with? Like, Absolutely As, as not. we know, you, you were fairly sure. I know Sam Wood was fairly sure with Shazana and some, some of the others were really sure. I don't look at him and go, he's clearly going, yep, that's nah, the girl. I don't think he's sure at all. And I think that's good. That's fine at this stage. He's really getting out of this what he's putting in. He's in this for, you know, to really explore what he wants to meet everyone. And I like that rather than just kind of going in and, meeting someone on the first night and writing everyone else off. No, he's actually really using this experience. And if he ends up with a girl at the end of this and that's the person he ends up, you know, marrying and having a family with, then this will be the last time he's allowed to play the field. It's like, good on it. It's going to be a good story. <laughs> we do know he's very sure of wearing floral shirts. He really he's rocked so a couple of floral sure shirts the floral in, shirts. In Again, a confident man. Before we move on, just lastly on this whole summing up of it all, do you think, where do you think the mansion's at in terms of, because the girls now know a lot of girls have kissed him. Mm. Would there be uncertainty? Do you think there's, yeah, like, I what's definitely the feeling? think so. This far in, I think they probably know if they haven't got a date yet that they might be in danger zone. Yeah. I won't be surprised come Wednesday night if he starts taking people on second dates now. Yeah, and that's going to be for the girls who are left Mm. thinking, right, I'm not getting a second date, I haven't got a first date, whatever it is. It's going to really, you know, because that's the question as well, and you know so well, when you've made that connection, you want to continue making that connection rather than going a new date and having to do the whole new conversation again. Exactly. And it'll be interesting to see um, who he decides to take on his first second date. You'd think it would be Sagan because her date was so long ago, but it'll be interesting if it's not to see who he's keen to spend that extra time with, you know, sooner. My guess is Ellie. I think she's due another date. I think think so too. Her performance with the friend really helped her. I think so too. Well, let's move on to that part of it. So a couple of big episodes of dates, both single and group. We might start with the single dates because I think you've already talked about this at the start of the show, but Christian, we we weren't shown her getting the single date in terms of the date card. She was just there waiting. Yeah. um, Shishi, Shishini, she was very happy. Um, I think she was expecting a speedboat or maybe a luxury cruiser. She got a kayak. Yeah, but how well did she react? That was so much fun. 
I think she could have been like, oh, it's a kayak. But it was really cute how they were um, paddling along and he was saying, this is extreme sport, kayaking. And they had really good banter. Agree. Agree. She, what she's were you a bit thinking of a when packet. she got that date? I was like, you know, what? I, was, I guess because we didn't see the reaction of the group when they got mm. the single, it, 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 I didn't get a chance to kind of see her reaction to that. Mm. But it was her time. I think it was fair enough. We didn't know a lot about it. We saw her at the entrance and she did the whole Chinese shtick and then she That's sort of it. disappeared That's since then. That's all we've then. seen. So, That's why I like that she got the date because I wasn't expecting her to. Not that I thought she wouldn't. I'd just almost forgotten about it. But isn't it fascinating, and it's happened a couple of times this season, where girls back at the mansion either mistake the type of person they are or don't know them very well. Because all the girls were saying, oh, look, you know, Kristen's not very sexual. She's not going to have it. I reckon that was the most sensual. Like she was right into the massage and the face stuff and it became more like very touchy-feely. And she was making a lot of innuendos. It was really, like it looked good on her. She's kind of showing her character here. She's not being a wallflower. She's not letting herself think, oh, it's been a few weeks and I'm only just getting the date now. Nope, she showed her personality. I think he was surprised. Yeah. His reaction seemed to be surprised by that, but I also think he really liked it. I agree. And that's why I said earlier that I think she kissed him, which I think was kind oh, of yeah. a welcome thing for him. She definitely he went He probably in felt for it her. anyway, but she went in for it, which is kind of like, it's good. I, I You know, it's nice when someone takes the, you know, the advantage and, and does that. And it was interesting too, we've spoken about this before, about how most kisses are certainly at that point where they've got the cheese yep. and the champagne and they're on the beautiful the couch. Comes out, yep. But no, we didn't even see that part of the date because she's just gone for it while they've got, while they were doing the, the massage thing. I, I loved that date. I was watching it with Lee and he was like, oh my God, I'm so surprised by her. She's really funny. I really like her. Yeah. So we promptly turned it off because he liked it a bit too much. <laughs> like, I don't need this in my life. Um, so do we think Kristen is now in the mix? I really think she is. Yeah. And I didn't even think so at the start of her date. I thought it might have been a bit of a, mm, let's see how this goes and see, you know, why she's been kept around for so long. But I think she's in the mix now. I think that date went really well. We kind of need to ask Matt whether he'd move to China. <laughs> because that's going to be a big, big deal when it comes. Yeah, to when it. they start talking about interstate moves, yeah. I don't reckon she's going. Would to you live in Shanghai? <laughs> All right. Now rewind yes. to Emma. Correct. We haven't really seen much of her again, no. and I was really pleased for her that she got a single date. I was a bit worried that Matt was kind of going to cast her off after she introduced herself as the kind of wedding she wants. Yeah. I was worried that he was going to be a bit like, oh, too fast, too soon. Yep. So I thought, no, great. She's obviously wearing her heart on her sleeve. And he's... In fact, she's wearing her heart on her dress. Don't know if you noticed oh that. Oh, my God, yes. I love that. A little bit of law of attraction a there. A lot of hearts <laughs> all over her dress. Yes, go on. Sorry. Um, so I like that he gave her that date rather than being, you know, what can be seen as a typical guy and being scared off by the girl who's showing her cards. Yeah. No, no, I agree with that. And, uh, you know, I said this when we first talked about Emma, like it or loathe it, some people are like that. They are very, they they wear their heart in their sleeve. They put their emotions out there, and I think good on it because, as you said, there is no mistaking that what she's here for. Mm. There are some of the other girls you could be like, oh, I just don't know. I don't know whether really when this show ends, you want to end up with Matt. For her, this is her time. So I'll give that to her. Um, Interesting date. Interesting date in a sense, given all the, we've had some action packed dates. We just talked about Kristen and the kayak and stuff. It was sort of in a mansion or, you know, old school castle looking building. Isn't it a good show of how much you can freak yourself out if you put something in your head? When she was thinking, oh, this is going to be so romantic and so sensual. And all of a sudden she said to herself, 
oh, hang on, it might be like bugs or spiders or something. And then she completely freaked herself out. I think she got the shows confused. She thought she was on like, you know, I'm a celebrity, I'm a celebrity <laughs> or like Survivor or something. Also, just side note, if you don't like truffles, send them all my way, please. I don't mind truffles. I'm not sure I want to just eat them plain, to be perfectly honest with you. Truffle is nice on, you know, chips or mashed potato. But let's again, uh, again, each to their own. So, um, look, Emma, as we've just said, she doesn't play it cool, but that's okay. In fact, um, you know, during the date, she dropped some some pretty big truth bombs on me. I mean, she said something like this. You do mean the world to me. Like, you really, really do. Honestly, like, I couldn't ask for any more. Like, you definitely made me feel like I was in, like, a romantic black and white movie today. That's big. I mean, she's not saying, oh, look, I'm having a good time. It's like, this is huge. And what was amazing is that she was saying it to him. She's not saying it, you know, to the producers off camera afterwards no. or to, you know, to the audience. She's saying it to him and that's really ballsy. I think that's great. She's going, this is what the show is. We're here to see if we will fall in love with you. Yep. And I'm letting you know that I am. I love this. This is the best date I've ever been on. Like, she's she's absolutely letting him know. And he does. And he acknowledges that in all the little vox pops and stuff he does to us. He's letting us know, like, yeah, I know where she stands and I really like that. That's a good example that honesty wins. You what? know, that I, I think that at least, if at the very least, he looks at her and goes, I know where you are. There was a rose and a kiss and yep. it was it looked like a good kiss. There was a little bit of her leg was yeah, going up Yeah, the leg went bit. up. And so, well, look, well, Emma's added herself to the list now, as we said. We, we reckon... Of the eight girls that have kissed him, seven are left, and clearly they're all making an impact. So well done to Emma. Another one done. And then some group dates. Oh, now the group dates this week I thought were phenomenal, both yeah. of them. Yeah. So first, obviously, we had that date where they had to rank themselves and each other. Oh, my God. Brilliant. Sorry. Saying who, order yourself from selfless to selfish, I mean – Who's going to literally go, I'm really selfish? Like, it's just... And the funny thing is, it's ironic because the selfless people would put themselves at the back because they're selfless. Which is what Cass said when she did it. Like, it's like... Yeah. Exactly. And that should have been an, <laughs> that should have been an advantage, but instead the five girls who just put themselves in as selfless but win But wasn't it funny rose. looking at them too? I would pick those five as just the people I think are the nicest. Yeah. And they obviously think that too. I know. Well, either way, then, then there was the competition between the rest of the girls to sort of put themselves in position. Abby playing hard. I don't think it was even playing the game. The other girls that were in there were all a bit too quiet to stand up for themselves. She would just put herself in number one so they'd all go, oh, okay, I guess I know. I'll go here. Why stand they, up for yourself. Yeah, I was surprised Mary didn't stand up and a couple of the other... Mary tried to a bit when she was going, come on, should I swap with Abby here? I'm really honest. But she, just, Abby stands her ground and she's got that death stare she gives everyone except for Matt. Yeah, I know, I know. I, I agree with you, but I think that, yeah, that, that shocked me that they would let her be that person. But maybe... The flip side is that they're going, let's let Matt see her for who she is. Well, that's exactly what Lee said when he was watching. I'm watching going, oh, my God, you know, she's going to win this just because the others won't stand up for themselves. But Lee goes, no, 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 watch. He's sitting back watching all of this. Totally. Watching her saying those lines like, oh, come on, do you really think we're the least fun? Like, look at us. That's an unattractive quality, Well, also when she's like, I actually don't even know how to lie. It's like when mm. someone says that, that is the ultimate example That's of someone lie. who lies. <laughs> you know what I mean? So he did see that. Yes. Now, wasn't it fascinating seeing the girl's reaction to her? So they got to watch mm. their little one-on-one on a TV screen. Yes. Um, 
Now all of the girls are like, I just don't understand their connection. I don't think they've got anything, rah, 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 rah. And then they were just silent watching her. They were going, oh, wow, there's something there. Well, yes. We still don't know whether it's real, whether Abby is incredibly good at putting that on or whether she really, really feels that. And that's something we can discuss and we will discuss over the coming weeks. But um, we should also mention that Brianna, I mean, to be honest with you, I was like, oh, I forgot you were even in the show. Yeah, so did I. Um, and then, okay, here's your time, Brianna. Give us something. And I mean, she oh, delivered yeah. that life is meant to be fun. And unfortunately, that's not going to cut it. Oh, At this stage of the game, I mean, honestly, did she? I feel for her because she's clearly quite a nervous person. I just think she choked. Yeah, that was a big choke. So that was it for her, and she was going. But yeah, I agree with you. Abby kind of showed herself to the girls that she really is a bit of a contender, mm. and that Matt and her get along really well. And she came back with a rose. So that set up the rest of the show, didn't it? But uh, before we talk about that, yes. we've got to talk about the second group date because this was a huge one. I can't remember them ever bringing on. Um, the Bachelor or Bachelorette's friend before. They've brought family members. So um, Sophie Monk's parents came in and her sister. Yeah. Uh, Maddie J's sister came in yes, at one point. That's, right. that's all I can ever remember them bringing in. Yeah, that's right. So so the friends, so it was Ellie, Cass, Abby, Sagand, um, and they got their friends to come along and kind of vouch for them, if you will, and Matt got time with the friends. Now, interestingly, as a side note, what are our thoughts on the friends giving information to Matt? Because, of course, Sagan's friend basically painted the entire picture of Abby without saying her name. Yeah, I, I liked the idea of the friends being there, but they were meant to be talking about their friend, yeah. not what their friend has said about the experience of the show. That's right. I would have loved if I could have met some of my guys friends. Mm. I would have loved that. One of the things that goes on in your head when you're in that position is I'm only seeing these people in this scenario. I don't know what they're like in their lives. So I would have loved to be able to chat to, you know, Lee or Maddie or whoever's friends and kind of go, right, give me some of what they're actually like at home. I would have loved that. So I think that's a really good move. No, I agree. Um, if, you, if you'll allow me, I kind of gave a rating for each girl and how I thought they performed with Matt's friend. And right. I wrote some, wrote some notes. So we had Ellie first. I thought, I mean, this is just her. She was honest. She was real. She was down to earth. You could just genuinely see a connection between her and the friend. So I gave her a 10. 10, 10 out of 10, 10. I think she just nailed that. No worries. Cass talked about her business. You know, is, she, is it travel or relationship? That clearly had an impact on the friend. She picked that up. I gave her a sort of six out of ten for that. I don't mm-hmm. think it was particularly good. She was fine. She's nice and whatever else. But no, we know that. What happens there? Um, Abby, I actually thought at the start she actually looked a little disingenuous. And I think mm. potentially the friend picked that up. That's like you can almost over laugh and over smile and look like you're not yeah. you're really pushing hard for it. But I thought she was at least semi-honest about the marriage and kids thing. It she kind of came back to it, it a bit, you know. Because really by the end of it she came across quite dishonest because she changed her answer. But I agree. From our point of view when we've seen her over the last few weeks, this seems like the most honest she was. Yeah. So I gave her I gave her a 6 out of 10 for that because I thought that although she didn't bomb, it didn't go didn't very bomb, well, but, but it, it didn't go very know. badly. And then Sagan, I now Granted, this is what we saw, so maybe there was more, but she used a lot of her time to talk about Abby, and I thought yeah. that was not a good idea because really you, you're there for you. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, you can try and get that across, but eventually he'll work out who is right. So um, I didn't love that. I gave her a 5 out of 10 because I thought you didn't actually sell yourself that well, and I'm not sure Kate's going to walk away going to Matt. Oh, Sagan's amazing. She talked so mm-hmm. much about Abby. That's so good. Well, that leads us into our next topic, doesn't it? 
Hey there, sorry to interrupt your podcast, but once you've finished up here, why don't you head over to Hammer at Home? You'll hear from me, Barry Dubois. I'll be talking to all sorts of interesting people from all different walks of life about their homes, families, all sorts of stuff. Start by giving my chat with Dr. Chris Brown a listen. I reckon it's a lot of laughs. Take it easy. Catch you soon. So we had Abby and Mon. We thought that was over. Now we have Abby and Sagand. Let's pick up just where we left off, that group date with the friend Kate. I just think it was a bad idea for Sagan to do that. Now, I will say I agree with what she was saying about, you know, she was asking me honest questions and I wanted to give her an honest answer because she's going to watch this show one day and think, why did no one tell me that? I agree with that somewhat. I just think you're there to meet your potential boyfriend's best friend. Don't you want to get to know them, have them get to know you. I think she's playing really dangerous game and stepping into Mon territory. Yeah, you don't want to create enemies within the house and there's going to be a fracture, there's no doubt, because there are going to be girls who agree with Abby. And and look, from the way Sagan says it, that everyone's against Abby, I'm not sure that's the case. Obviously, we know Rachel stood up for her. But you're right, I think that you end up playing someone else's game rather than your own. Uh, Which is exactly what we saw Mon do and we saw how that ended for her. Yeah, well, Mon just wasn't honest and that's that's the problem for, for Mon. At least in Sagan's case, she did say, even if it's not me, I don't want him ending up with someone that's you know that's fake. And let's be honest, from what we've seen, this is, this is what well, is a slight knock on Abby, I should say, but she's a young girl who looks like she's playing the game mm. um, because in the past, the people who've won from my opinion opinion, this is just as a viewer, have just been themselves and the, that bachelor or bachelorette has found that that's the connection. It's not the person who's putting themselves in the position and trying yeah. to overthrow people and jump to the front of the queue. It's just you naturally find a connection with that person. You might be able to do that to some extent, but then when you do things like you meet their family and you meet their friends or it just gets down to the point where maybe there's two left and one of them has never created any drama or there's never been any issues and the other has... Who are you going to pick? Now, interestingly, and I think this is a point um, which we're going to find out down the track, Sagan's friend said something that, like, my ears pricked up. And he said something along the lines of, um, you know, you've got to show him your true self, just not the psycho part. And I'm like, <laughs> interesting. So we haven't seen that yet. See, it clearly exists if your friend is saying it. I love that, though. I think that's just bestie banter. Well, maybe it is bestie banter, but to me I was like, oh, okay. So Sagan's... Has that in her? Um, maybe she's playing it down on the show. Maybe she's doing the opposite of Abby and trying to be more, you know. But I think that's how you act you when it. you first meet someone, right? That's that's one of the things about this show is that as the weeks go on, I think you see the true people come out more. Because think about yourself on a first date when you're first meeting someone you like. You're on your best behaviour. Yeah. You're trying to come across you know, the best possible version of yourself. And then after a few dates, after a few weeks, maybe, as he said, your psycho side comes out. Well, maybe. But I, you know what I'd like to see? And I'm not sure we will, but I'd love to see Matt do a two-go-in-one-come-out date and it's Sagan oh. and Abby. And I'd like Ooh. to see who he would choose because I think he has a real physical connection with Abby and there's something there. But obviously he felt something enough with the Sagan to kiss her on the first date. That would be an interesting two girls enter, one girl leaves. Wouldn't it? I don't think he's going to do that because I think he's way too into Abby. I yelled at the TV. Now, I don't know if you can tell, but I've decided 
I don't like Abby for Matt. Okay. I don't know if you can tell from yes. the last couple of weeks I've been speaking about it. Yes. But I think she's playing the game. I think um, there are just some really lovely girls on there that aren't causing drama, blah, blah, blah. Now, he said something last night that made me scream at the TV, and it's when Kate said to him, look, Sagan brought this thing up. She said that, you know, Abby's fake or whatever the wording was she used. She was telling him Abby's kind of the one creating some troubles yeah. here. Yeah. Now, Matt said to the camera, said to us, I'm hearing this and I'm hearing that there's a bit of drama. People are saying this, but I'm just not ready to, to think that, to let this yeah. connection I've got with Abby go. Yeah. And I yelled at the TV because I was like, oh, I thought he might finally see, but he really doesn't. He's so into her. And I, I'm really, really excited for the coming episodes to see what happens. I said that a whole week ago and now I'm even more so. He also said something along the lines of, well, it's only coming from Sagan at this stage. Yeah, which means is she heading down Mon territory? Well, she she needs to be very careful. We've seen what's happened at the you know the cocktail party. She's starting, that she's, she's lit the fire. Twice, at both cocktail parties. Twice. So, yeah, I agree. The coming weeks are very juicy. It, he doesn't seem to have noticed the Abby Sagan thing at the cocktail parties, to no. be fair. Um, he was too busy kissing Eleanor. Well, exactly. So it'll be interesting to see if he if he finds out more about it next week. I don't see it faring well for one or both of them. I'm just yet to see which one. Watch this space. Well, it's almost time for us to get out of here, but as we do every week, we've got to find some winners of our competitions, i.e. our MVPs and our word slash sentence of the week. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of words that are flying around at the moment. We know that journeys <laughs> big in this sort of game. Yeah, uh, I don't think there have been many yet. I think they come up more in the finale weeks. Well, either way, we've got some honourable mentions. I mean, Ellie's bloody oath. Oh, and then Matt's even started quoting it. Bloody oath. <laughs> Gave the bloody oath. That was close. But this week, the word of the week slash sentence of the week has to be this. I think she's here for the right reasons. Cool. Here for the right reason. I'm here for Matt. And they might be here for the wrong reasons. She's here for the wrong reasons. Did you get that at all? That she's here for the wrong reasons? Yeah. I don't necessarily think she's here for the wrong reasons. And the question is... Who isn't here for the right reasons, Georgia? We hear this every season, but it is such a big thing when it comes to this show because, as I said, all he's getting is their best versions of themselves yep. and about at this point of it, you start questioning, okay, who who are these people really? Am I getting their real versions? And I think we're going to hear a lot more of the right reasons. Well, the right I mean, God, everyone's got their reasons. Whether they're right or not is to be decided. Either way, well done for that. What about our MVP? Because the llama was back. I don't know if you the saw the llama. The llama was back in both episodes. Yep. Drama llama is back. I'm thinking not so much an Easter egg alpaca anymore because <laughs> yeah, he's no, popping no, up no, at no. different times. All okay, different I people. take back my theory. <laughs> now, I'm going to award MVP this week to Mary. Oh. She has just come out with some of the best one-liners and I don't want them to go unnoticed. My favourite this week was this. So if she gets a rose or if he kisses her, she'll basically be like pregnant. Yeah. No, I like that one. She also said this. So the rest of us girls have to fight for it and I just hope we don't start pulling each other's hair or some shit like that. 
So if nothing else, Mary has been... I could listen to Mary narrate anything, to be honest and with you. her voice is so good and she's coming out with these great lines. So she's got our MVP this week. Um, now, heaps obviously going ahead. We've said about a thousand times already this episode. We're so excited for the weeks to come to see what happens. But, of course, we do finish every episode with our pick of our finale faves based on where we're at at this stage. And Shura, where are you at? I'm chopping and changing all mm. the time. We've talked about the seven girls who've had a kiss who are still remaining. I'm back on the Ellie train. Yep, okay. I think Ellie's yep, going to yep, make yep. it and potentially get her heart broken. And I, th- I think um, Eleanor's in the mix. I think Ellie and Eleanor, I'd say E and E, but Eleanor actually starts with an H. Anyway, they're <laughs> my two. You? Is it really boring if I say? No, I won't say the same. I am going to be controversial here. Okay. I think Eleanor too, yep. and she's a, this is the first time she's been in my top two, I think. Um, but, yeah, there's Kristen. definitely there. No, I'm not going to say Kristen. I'm going to be more controversial. Don't. I'm going to say Abby. Oh, I thought you were going to say Emma. No, I think that he's so into Abby. Yeah, it okay. might be one of those things wow. where it goes that far. Okay. We'll come back to this episode, get a little sound bite later in the series when Abby's gone on <laughs> when the I'm road. I'm meant to be the expert. Uh, I'm always the one getting the As wrong. usual, thank you for joining us. Uh, we love being with you. Remember, you can catch up on 10 Play anytime. Bachelor on Channel 10, Wednesday, Thursday night at 7.30. That's pretty much it for us. That's pretty much it. There's so much going forward and I think I'm just going to sit here and quietly seethe and <laughs> that I have to wait another six days. All right, we'll catch you next week. Will you accept this, Rose? Time to say goodbye. Hey, hey, you. Yes. You. Yes. Do you listen to podcasts? Not yet. Well, you bloody well should. What should I listen about? We have some 10 Speaks podcasts you might be interested in. What kind of podcasts do you like to listen to? I'd like to listen to one spoken by two men in a small booth about Western Australian sport. Well, we have the Western Front, actually, with Tim Gossage and All right, I'm over that. Do you have anything about homes now? I want to know about homes. We have Hammer at Home with Barry Dubois. Sorry, I can't hear you over The Bachelor I'm watching on television. Could I watch anything more about The Bachelor? No, you can't, but you can listen to The Reality Bite. That's a weekly look at The Bachelor action with Georgia Love and Shura Taft. I like Hugh Rimmington. Is there any way to listen to more of Hugh Rimmington? There is. Do you like Peter Van Onselen? Yeah, I like Peter Van Onselen. Well, you can hear Hugh Rimmington and Peter Van Onselen. Do you mean Professor Peter Van Onselen? That's the one. Yeah. They're talking politics in The Professor and the Hack. Politics? I don't want to hear about that. Well, you should. Okay. Well, I'm in. If you want to hear any of these, search them in your podcast player of choice. They're 10 Speaks podcasts. Have I convinced you to listen to some podcasts now? Yes. Well, hurry up. Okay.